From the streets of Vancouver, this is the sound of awesome. It's November 5th. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm just heading home from my D&D group and it is minus two. And it is, you can see the ice on the road a little bit, which for people in BC, is uh, pretty pretty bad but anyway um, I was just we I blah, 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 just finished the session tonight um, we left off at a cliffhanger which was really good but uh, one of our players uh, just told us that uh, they had to fly off to Europe uh, all of a sudden this week uh, because uh, their father uh, is, has been going through um, uh, has been going through a cancer treatment and they uh, just finished I guess they finished uh, their latest round of chemotherapy and uh, found out a few days ago uh, that it didn't work it sounds like and they're people flying in from all over the place it sounds like to help figure out what to do next and and it just it made me sad right away because I've only I've only known a couple of the people that are in our group uh, for a short time uh, not totally uh, you know they, they've uh, one of the, the person that's flying off is um, has just joined the group about uh, two and a half months ago and it was, it was unfortunate. Even though, I mean, I kind of feel empathy really quickly for people that are going through that kind of situation because I've had to go through it a few times and, and I think you know, a lot of people go through it, uh, have had to um, watch loved ones and friends uh, go through treatment and things like that and then you kind of you, you feel entirely powerless because at some point you know that you're gonna be in the same situation uh, again watching somebody go through it uh, maybe you're the person that's go that has the disease so I just have a lot of empathy for, uh, right away like out of the gate when when as soon as they mentioned it uh, and said that I can't I probably can't play next week uh, you know maybe the week after I have to go uh, back to to Europe uh, because my dad is is having issues and uh, yeah it was um, it's awful and and I when I hear that kind of stuff it just brings up all of the uh, stuff in, in in my world where I've had to uh, I guess it's strange you kind of feel different levels of grief about these sorts of things like these sorts of situations with people that are, have terminal illness and I think as an adult uh, 20 odd years ago um, I might not have you know I, I would have empathy but I, I may not have uh, felt it as strongly as I do as I do now um, you know because over that 20 years I mean I remember uh, my grandmother uh, on my father's side uh, dying, but I was only uh, what was I nine? I think 
seven, no, seven, when she died. And she had been battling, uh, she had breast cancer, which then became brain cancer. And back in the, you know, the 70s when this was going on, it was, I think it was just at the dawn of like chemotherapy and treatments like that. And very rudimentary uh, compared to today. Um, so yeah, there's just all these things that, um, that we have now just weren't available. So, um, so I kind of, I kind of, I kind of have an empathy gun, you know, that you just, you start to really want to start fighting for people you don't even know. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if that's a normal reaction. I mean, I felt like as if I had to do something, you know, like uh, I, they, this person that I've, I've only really known for a short t period of time, you know, I was ready to like, you know, offer to fly their, pay for their ticket, you know, these kinds of reactions, you know, things that are not necessarily entirely 100% logical. Um, but still, I kind of felt that way. I felt that there was something, uh, there was something I should be doing. Um, and not just being a bystander, which is a little weird, I think. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess that's just how I am. And, and I think that, and here's the thing is I'm trying to think of what would I have done 20 years ago? And I remember, um, actually when I was much younger, I was having a sleepover in my basement at my parents' home. And, uh, this must've been, I don't know, the mid eighties. Uh, probably the early 80s when whenever the peak was of the, of the WWF and every Friday night um, and the I mean, was it Saturday night as well I think it was Friday and Saturday but I, whatever it was um, I used to watch wrestling uh, with my friends like we would have sleepovers at their house especially in the summertime uh, sleepovers back and forth all over the place uh, there was about five or six kids in the neighborhood that we did this with and, and I particularly enjoyed doing it because uh, we had the perfect TV in the, in my parents' basement. My parents had this, it was probably, I don't know, 27 inch or something, whatever. But it was one of those televisions that was still in the, the little, you know, the wooden cabinet. And it was their first TV and this TV was, you know, banished to the, the rumpus room when... Uh, they got a brand new one at some point, you know, uh, whenever the hell that was. Anyway, they uh, got this thing, and um, so it was, but it was the perfect thing for the basement, where the, you know, the, where the, what, we, what we called is the kid, we called it the kids' room. I'm, I'm trying to say like 20 things at the same time, but, I'm, but anyway. Um, but I remember when we had this television and we used to build, uh, blanket forts that would cover the entire room. And there, there was a, a mattress that for some reason, uh, leaned up against the wall of, of the basement. And when I had these sleepovers, uh, we just pushed this queen mattress. I think it was my parents' old bed or something. And it, they just had the top mattress part, not the box spring. So we just pushed this thing onto the floor in the middle of the living room throw pillows and blankets on it, uh, sleeping bags, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the blankets went over top of the TV. So the TV was basically, we created this funnel where we were all laying on this large bed, uh, you know, happy as clams. 
and watching this this television and I remember many many years ago around that time maybe a little bit later but I was very young and uh, they played as a commercial for one of these things uh, which I think ended up actually being like an infomercial almost but it was you know uh, starving children in Africa that kind of that kind of thing you know music playing a lot of uh, imagery of, of kids that are having issues and uh, you know not having a, a great life and and I remember talking to my friend and we and I and I remember him and I both saying that you know we felt that we should be giving all of our money to these people uh, that we were lucky that we had stuff to give them and I don't know if that is where the root of it comes from I mean my parents uh, really expressed growing up that having empathy for other people was really important um, and you don't particularly have uh, I don't know. You don't. You don't particularly feel as though uh, you're better. You, you're. You're not as. You know. I, it's hard to describe. How do you learn these things from parents? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Like, parents teach you stuff. Um, but most of the stuff that you learn from my sort of thought on this is you actually learn most of what you learn um, when. Uh, just, you know, by example. And that's one thing that I learned from my parents by not what they told me or said to me, but by what they did. And, and I always, as an adult looking back, I kind of go, you know, that's, you know, that's the best, you know, bloody thing that my parents could have done was to, you know, make sure that I understood that, you know, being an asshole was not a great idea. And being empathetic was, was far more important and so uh, as an adult i always get i always kind of take it pretty hard when somebody does do something that i feel is unfair or uh not right um i usually don't say anything but i tend to, you know cuz you know whatever what can you do i'm not going to teach any adults in my world you know how to do things um to that sort of fundamental core of a, of a person's being but just, I mean, I, just tonight, just experiencing that again, you know, where you just had, we just had a great gaming session, it was fun, uh, you know, some bizarre stuff went on, and then just to hear this, this moment, or have this moment right at the end where they were just saying, oh, I can't make it next week, or maybe the week after, um, and uh, they had to go to Europe, and I, and I, said oh god that sounds serious not expecting them to actually tell us what it was but you know they just turned and said yeah, actually it is pretty serious because you know my parent is uh has been fighting cancer and for a couple of years and uh, we just found out that they can't uh that the chemotherapy hasn't been working so it just really you know i don't know it just it doesn't make me sad in a you know really it's just I, I felt like leaping into action in some sort of you know there was something I could do even though in reality except with the exception of you know just I told them I said well you know if you need anything let us you know let us know 
Um, you know, I can't imagine what I can do, but, you know, if there is, you know, we, I've known you long enough to know that you're a cool person, so, you know, there's, you know, no questions. No, no, if you need it, I will do my best to try and, and help. But, you know, they, they probably wouldn't ask for anything, of course, but I wanted, I felt like, doing something, you know, kind of, you know, in that sort of situation where somebody says, oh my god, this, I have this, you kind of want to do something about it. So, I just, um, you know, it also reminded me of people that I had lost, and my grandmother, and um, my uh, my mother's father uh, died from old age, really, I think, but he, did, he was fighting cancer, and I don't know if that's what killed him, but... Um, he was 93 or so. Um, my grandfather on my dad's side um, passed away a few years after uh, my grandmother did in the early 80s. He he was actually quite old, if I remember. Um, but, you know, he I think he just died of a broken heart, really. And, uh, you know, that happens. There's so many people that at least famous people that you you know they you hear their spouse has died um, and they tend not to live all that long um, which is unfortunate and you know dying of a broken heart I think is, is a real thing um, <clears throat> but yeah I mean more recently as an adult uh, having uh, in the last couple of years um, having lost uh, two people um, and in the last, actually, the last 10 years or so, there, there has been a few other people that I'm friends with that have had uh, brushes with cancer that are my age, and, and it's not awesome. And, uh, and they were very lucky, you know. They, both of them, both of the two people I'm thinking of had two forms of cancer that uh, started in the head. And, oh, my God, that just reminds me. I have a friend of mine... Uh, just told me the other day that they uh, had some skin removed from their scalp because of, um, of some type of skin cancer, which, uh, from what it sounds like, it's, it's very lucky that um, they uh, have the, can I guess, they have the skin cancer you want. Uh, it's the one that doesn't really spread, I guess, or has a very low chance of spreading. Um, so that was, uh, I mean, I... I what do you do? I, didn't, I had no idea what to say because I respect and love this guy uh, immensely. And um, to hear that, I mean, I, I was at a loss for words. And But again, you know, as somebody who's not going through it, is not... Uh, I mean, one of the things he said is something I kind of feel sometimes, you know, your, your body betrays you, um, even though it doesn't mean to, you know? Bodies are pretty indifferent. Um... But, yeah, it's just one of those things that you, um, you just don't, what do you do, you know? There's really not a whole lot you can do, and it's, um, unfortunate. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm having all these colliding sort of thoughts, and, and if you know me at all, you know that I can do this sometimes where 
I'm, I have trouble articulating what I'm trying to say uh, on the spot. You know, I tend to like to go off and think about something and, you know, come up with some sort of comment that I can, that I feel is meaningful. Um, and then sometimes we just want to talk about, you know, boobs. But overall, that's kind of what's been going on in the, in the world right now for me. Um, in quite literally the last, you know, 45 minutes. Um, not even. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, this is how you experience life as an adult when you get to my age. I mean, a lot of the people that I play games with, they're, they're still in their 20s. And um, sometimes you do feel uh, that... Actually feel the same thing uh, to people that I know that are into their retirement years. People that I hang out with as peers, they're, you know, they're 20 years older than me or more. And I'm sure there's things that I say uh, and attitudes that I comment or whatever um, where they uh, might roll their eyes or go, oh, I remember when I thought that. And uh, sometimes I feel that way, you know, you have individuals that are, um, that are just, you know, they're on that, they're just that, you know, they're not, I mean, they're not quite 20 years younger, but they're almost, and it's not lost on, on me that, um, excuse me, um, that I still, I'm still young enough that I remember what I was thinking back then. Um, for better or for worse, uh, or how I, who I was as a person, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm the same person I was two years ago. I don't feel like I was the same person I was last year. Um, because I, I think for the, when you get older, you start to kind of mark, uh, moments in your life, uh, of difference, different things, you know, different moments of what kind of attitudes you have or what kind of thoughts you have or what kind of experiences uh, direct your um, your actions? Uh, what influences you, and, and these sorts of things. And um, when you're confronted with mortality, uh, and I'm sure that people have been confronted with mortality here and there, uh, they already know that you you start to think these kinds of things. You start to kind of reflect a little bit, and uh, and, but for me tonight was, I think, not a first, but definitely I was surprised at my reaction, my intense reaction of, you know, hi person that I don't know, um, what do you need? What do you need? What can I do to help? Even though, generally, um, you don't do that to strangers, or at least, I mean, there's tons of people I know that, that would not feel that they wouldn't feel comfortable to offer or to uh, say anything, you know, and, you know, and I think that's fine. I think it's totally fine, but I have been commenting for eons now about uh, the influence of the internet and, and how empathy and, and a few things like that are not necessarily, um, are not the aren't foremost on the mind of, of a lot of people. They don't um, express that emotion easily, 
And, and I'm not saying that means that they're bad people or that they, oh my God, what the hell's wrong with them? They totally should. I'm just saying that I don't think that people, it doesn't, it doesn't jump to the forefront of one's mind sometimes. And it seems to be a theme. And, but, but again, maybe I'm experiencing a little juvenile, you know, where uh, I, just, I just read in, in uh, the New York Times the other day about um, this small little research thing interviewing people and people always, uh, people apparently, there's a pattern where people say things like, well, when I was X age, uh, things were better. And they interviewed people from a wide age range, and every single one said exactly the same thing. That we have this uh, assumption or this, this uh, thought about, um, wow, uh, I need to uh, go and uh, tell somebody about how much, how much better life was when I was X age. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, maybe that's partly what's going on. I'm having those thoughts too. So I, you know, I feel that, uh, the world seemed to be better 30 years ago. Um, you know, 20, even 20 years ago, you know, but prior to the internet really becoming a dominant force, I think in my mind anyway, but anyway, I am back. I'm home. I'm, I returned. So on that note, I just want to say that uh, uh, from the streets of Vancouver, this is the sound of awesome.